Well, Peach, it's, it's playoff time, baby. We have officially begun. The hashtag Lakers better campaign begins tomorrow when everyone's listening to this. And uh, we're fresh off you and I being in the finals of fantasy basketball. Hard fought. It would be you nice had, if you all had my... some injuries. Pro- you had yeah. some injury problems. That was not great. Not yeah. ideal. Squad was banged up, pretty banged up. Um, and yeah, I wasn't feeling too optimistic going into it. Um, but I'd say I think the only reason I made the playoffs was the fact that Lamelo came back from injury. I feel like he was a good contributor for the cause. Um, I really don't want to do the rookie of the year MVP debate, but who would you pick between him and Ant? I mean, I think he should be it. <laughs> like, you, think, you think Lamelo should? Yeah, I think he's been the best rookie, except Anthony Anthony Edwards has had himself a uh, a good last month. The Timberwolves themselves doing the exact opposite of what they should have been doing, which was lose yeah, games and playing competent. But uh, tough, tough month, tough month. I love Anthony Wolves Edwards fan. though. So I think there's a lot of like I think that both teams should just be happy with where they're at with those picks. Like, oh, yeah. No, I, I think, think I think if they were to do it all over again, I, I mean, actually, I guess this is my own way of answering, but like, I don't know who I'd pick if I had the chance to pick one or the other. I guess with the team, LaMelo probably makes more sense, but I'm a little worried that he's going to have injury problems that kind of plague him. That's my biggest worry with LaMelo at this point. No, I, too, I, way too early to tell. Yeah, I, 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 Andy Edwards is fun. I, I don't know if they want to be longer, but with if they're building around CAD and they still got, D, I mean, it didn't, you they would have had to overhaul everything for it to make sense. So to have LaMelo be a, a T Wolf, and I think LaMelo's in a, a good spot too. So if, hey, <laughs> I think right now, if you're the Timberwolves, all you want is some fun. And hey, he's defending Cat's honor or just, Helping, helping. He recognizes who Cat is um, as a as a person. <laughs> when Jimmy Butler's just eviscerating him uh, and the trash talking, so Anthony Edwards is there to to, to <laughs> break down what grown man talk is all about to everyone. So Cat doesn't have to answer that. Um, yeah. And finally, it's going to meet a route here soon. Excited, yeah. excited to see to hear how that goes. I do, before we get too far into basketball talk, this is the first time that we've done a pod since Justin Fields has been a a bear. So I am curious how you're feeling a few weeks out. Oh, I'm stoked. They actually, I can't believe they did the the right thing. We The Bears fandom, uh, I don't know what swelled some competency in them, but I my biggest fear was that they were going to be in that exact position they were going to trade up and draft Mac Jones over Justin Fields. So I'm glad they did the right thing. And it could potentially be that the bears have a fun quarterback uh, for the first time ever in my life. Other I really, than I really wish I could have been with you when that whole thing was going down, not only to see them pick fields, but just to be with you in that brief period when you didn't know who they were going to take. I was making all the, I, I wouldn't do it fully just like here's the jokes everything about it this this or this front office the, every, this is a joke so what dumb thing are they gonna do and 
quite a 180 to be did not expect to have the Bears end up with Justin Fields. Actually, it seemed too good to be true, but now man, it's just get Andy Dolan's ass out there and put Justin Fields in. Yeah, Justin Fields happen. will probably be the not probably I declaratively will probably be the last Bears jersey I actually buy is a Justin Fields jersey and. Yeah, I'm. We'll see what happens. I actually don't know off the top. I'm assuming that the NFL is having a normal preseason this year. I guess I don't even know that for sure. Yeah, they are. But uh, you'd think that they're going to see him play next to Andy Dalton, and they're probably going to ride with uh, with Justin Fields. But I was yeah, very Andy excited Dalton to see is, that. For, Andy Dalton declared as a starter right now, but I think by the, there's no way he. There's no way he actually they can convince me of that going. Hey, no, yeah. I, I don't think so either. But I, I'm happy for you and just had to acknowledge that. But um, you know, where do you want to start? We want to like so we're recording this on Tuesday night. So the first of the four playing games, well, potentially so, more than four, but the first of the first four initial playing games are going on right now. The less Indiana. relevant ones. We really right. wanted – we couldn't record last night, so we had to do it today, and it, which felt fine because we're a bunch of LeBron glory whores, and, and that's well, let's, fine. Let's and just we'll, – let's do LeBron off the top because this is – No, I, want, I see we get rid of the rest of this stuff. For, okay, I mean, all right. Doug fine. McDermott right now as we're recording is having a career game. Doug Dougie Fresh is back. He is, he is the ragtag group of the Indiana Pacers is somehow folding together. Uh, they've dropped 40 points in a quarter with like a bunch of just random parts and, and whatnot against our – aforementioned Mr. LaMelo Ball, which I wish LaMelo maybe hadn't been hurt and, and could have taken a run at this um, healthy. I, I do sort of watching him and stuff. I, I feel like that wrist is not isn't, – isn't feeling the best as it's ever felt. So, I mean, you're kind of getting a, a watered down of him because, I mean, really what you would want in this if you're the NBA is – for Lamelo to have a moment in this game for them to win, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think the, the the later game, I am looking forward to try to watching the Celtics Wizards game. I think that's um, especially like a one game idea with with Russ and against. I mean, the Celtics themselves are have had just terrible luck and no jail. Speaking of that injury front, but um, these are definitely. In, in some so I guess the Wizards Celtics I will give I won't bring them down to the level of uh Spurs I mean really Spurs Grizzlies is only fun as long as Ja advances yeah which they should I think they will what's interesting with this in general the play in which I until mm-hmm. very recently did not realize the structure of it I'll be honest with that uh and then when some, I, I thought in just my mind, I was carrying on this entire th- season, knowing there was the play in completely thinking it was the f- normal, like it would be the seven versus the 10 and then eight versus nine. And that's how they figured it out. But um, I do like this structure. It also invites the idea that conceivably the seven and eight team that play, they could end up re facing each other in the conference finals. <laughs> which would be weird. 
I don't see the thing that's actually going to happen in any of these scenarios, but is an option. Yeah, I'm, I guess Washington has been playing better and I, I guess I just would rather not have to play. I would rather not have to play them, but like they're going to play Brooklyn or Philly and I, yeah, that's not really a problem uh, for either of those two teams in a seven game series. No. I, yeah, I guess where you could, where you could see a lot of chaos happening not just within the playoff play-in games, but within the playoffs in general is with the Western Conference. So I don't know, if we want to break down the East a little bit, like Boston, if they make I could do do I think that they're gonna make it into the seven or eight seed? Yeah. I think it's more likely that they lose game one and then probably take care of Indiana in the next game but it wouldn't surprise me if they lost to Washington and then lost to Indiana. But with Jalen Brown being out, they're not going past the first round. Best case no, scenario. No, I, I would like to, none, I would of these, to, none of these teams are. No, I would like to see Boston sort of win just to, uh, actually, I don't know if I do, as I say this, like I don't want Brad Stevens to get fired because I don't think it's his fault for this. I think Danny Ainge should get fired. <laughs> potentially for this roster construction that he put together. And yeah, just, I mean, the simple fact of this team, like it doesn't make a lot of sense. Their back end of the roster, they obviously a front their starting five on paper should have worked fine, but like who he supported with those bench players, just their, their bench situation in general is atrocious. Um, and so when they've had these injuries and stuff come up, they've just they haven't been able to ride the tide because there's there's no reinforcements there. Yeah, that that's tough. But in general, if we look at how things ended up matching up, I feel like this is probably going to be the series we talk about the most here. Milwaukee, Miami, first oh, round. You, oh wait, let's. Oh, I thought we were going to finish up play. Let's finish up playing, then we. Can I don't really this. have anything else to say. Like. I, like Indiana with no for the West. I was saying let's talk about the West playing games okay. that are tonight. If you're listening to this when this comes out, uh, my only hope, and I think most people would agree, we just need John that if it works out perfectly, is what you get from an NBA standpoint is that Lakers beat the Warriors, and then we get Warriors Grizzlies. And that game is awesome. And whoever wins of that is good for the league in terms of that. If we can get Ja in there or we get Steph taking on Utah. But I think I, uh, a Lakers-Phoenix first round matchup would be cool. And the fact that you had both the Clippers and uh, Nuggets both uh, the last game of the season – Clearly showing they were trying to avoid LeBron and the boys. Yeah, but karma, karma's a bitch, dude. Like it, it'll come back to bite them. Like if you try to avoid other teams, I just don't see that playing very well for you. The only the argument that you can make for the Clippers is that Kawhi should be very rested. They are healthy. <laughs> like that that team, as always. That team did finish with the fourth best record, and Kawhi like missed 
a dozen plus games and not at all due to injury, just, uh, just due to trying to get him some rest. But yeah, the, the Lakers golden state game is going to be wild tomorrow. Very excited. Very excited to watch it. I mean, that, that in and of itself, perfect. I mean, for a year one version of this, similar sort of how the bubble ended up working was like, great for the first year of this, like this, from the NBA standpoint, probably, and no one really thought this would be the matchup you would get, but from a selling this as a concept, you're going to get 100% buy-in. For, I, I haven't heard anyone that would be upset with this as a premier matchup. Like, I think ratings-wise for a one-game one type situation like this, it's going to do amazing numbers. Yeah, as a fan, it's going to be great. Like, yeah. I can't wait for it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I am – quick sidebar – don't want to make this too much into a LeBron conversation, but our guy said that he's never going to be hundred percent again. And just, I know, I don't know if that's him playing games or if he's actually, I think it's him playing games. I think it is too, but I also want to believe that. So I'm a little worried. Like, I guess that's my point. I also think it was him sort of playing games, but also being like over the top dramatic isn't the right term to use for this, but is, I just don't think he's ever been this hurt before. So in some ways he's like, I don't know if I'll ever be the same again. I think that part was, it was somewhat genuine, but he also was playing up to it to, yeah, think there's a, and even honestly though, it, it is something where I think for the Lakers next two, three year window, I mean, this could be good for them. Cause it's it, this run, you can prove two things is a, you could still win with Anthony Davis as the primer. Like, this might be where it, we begin the shift. Just injury, What I, not to say LeBron's done, but he's it, – it could just be something where he's truly becomes the B option, and, and this runs through Anthony Davis for the, this playoff run. Yeah. AD, has, I know he had, has had a couple of encouraging games – he was not good this season. Like, AD was just really not. I don't think – I mean, but, the, I, like, what they went through the short turnaround, like, this is what you were going to get in a lot of regards to, to the situation. It was – came back too soon. I think everyone in this, in, in some regards, is like, let's – and I, the Lakers approach it that way, too, of, like, let's not long-term – risk the health or any and i think every team should take that into account still with this playoffs is like there's that weighted balance of like your opportunity to win this year and seize on that but the risk of with some of these i mean you just don't want to have anyone with these like the wear and tear short turnaround, around the lack of rest they were able to have on their for their bodies is like you don't need anthony davis tearing achilles well, I agree with that. I All I'm saying is that I am less confident on AD's ability to kind of help carry this version of the Lakers in multiple playoff series than if you asked me this question a year ago. And there are a lot of reasons to point to as to why that yeah. would be the case. They played such a long season last year. They had to play in the bubble. AD has been injured off and on this year. I'm not saying those reasons are valid. I think they factor into the reason why I'm like less confident that he's going to be going to be able to shoulder that load. Now, if LeBron is healthy, I'm not worried. Like I'm not worried 
tomorrow in their game against Golden State, and I'm not worried if they then play Phoenix in the first round. Yeah. And the good news is that if they can win tomorrow, the Lakers have, in my opinion, a very nice stretch to get to the Western Conference Finals. Like, whatever team yeah. they're going to play in the Western Conference Finals is going to be pretty tough because it's going to be Clips, Dallas, or Utah. I wouldn't be particularly worried if it was the Mavs. But, like, Utah and the Clippers are going to give them a tough time. The, yeah. Yeah, the Mavs are only a tough matchup if, like – if it ended up being where the late it was the Lakers, it, it would like the Lakers that ended up being the four. It was four or five. The Lakers are in that spot. I that would be the team I'd be concerned about. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I think that the maps are good and Luca. I think they're after good. After you for saw a, him do what he yeah. did last year, I would be worried about what Luca could do to you in a series. It's just out of the teams there, they scare me. They don't scare me a lot. I would be – I'm concerned with Luka for, like, an initial, like, a first-round series. I just think that team in general isn't – doesn't have enough other – I think some of the better defensive teams especially can stop them. I think in a, a single series, it's going to be a little bit more contained and it would be tough. Like, if Luka steals a game one against the Clippers – I mean, he could easily take over two games of like the first three or four. You know, they're down two one before you know it, and then the pressure's all on on the Clippers. And there, I think Carlisle is a good enough coach, and that team is got enough where yeah, they could ride out and, and win a six seven game series um, by taking an early advantage there. And everyone gets the Clipper jokes again, but in tandem oh, with that, like they also. You stop Luca. If Luca doesn't have a good series, there's no way that team's winning. No, but Luca right. can take over a single series, I think, without a doubt. I don't know if he can have a, a carry them a full playoff run quite yet. No, and he couldn't. He didn't do it against the Clippers last year. Yeah. So, like Luca, he does it this but year. He had moments, but he had moments in that series last year where he was like, well, he was not afraid of. Oh, he was not afraid of Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, which was like. Insane thing to just see from from that that standpoint. Less of a criticism of him and more of a criticism of his supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not knocking Luca there, but my point with the Lakers is that if they play Phoenix, Phoenix, like, are you scared of Phoenix if you're the Lakers? Like, what what about that? Are you afraid of? Maybe because you don't have someone that can like match up super well with Chris Paul. But, like, you do have a lot of guys that you can throw at him. And you have no one that's going to be able to match up the combination of, like, AD, Trez, and Drummond. Um, not to mention, like, McC- like Bridges, you'll throw him at LeBron. He is a good defender. Like, a lot of people are going to vote him for, like, second team all NBA defense. Like, he's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm still not super worried about him. <laughs> like wreaking too much havoc and preventing LeBron from doing what he wants to do. It's like, yeah. I don't know. That's just, it's not a bad draw. And then you're playing the winner of Denver and Portland. Who they can, yeah, they match up well against those teams they, for sure. I mean, the Lakers well defense is, is in of itself, if it holds course even, I mean, without, I mean, they were still good defensively. They they were more hurt on the offensive end of things of just being able to put them in points without LeBron and AD 
Um, I think just from that makeup, that's going to care. That's what's going to carry this team where they're just going to stop these, these potent offenses that they will be going up against and siphon them in a way that they're not able to function um, in the same way that you would in a regular season scenario. So uh, that, that for me is like where they are. And this is the, there is no, especially after the, how the Clippers and, and Nuggets closed the season. For me, at least it was a clear sign. Like everyone is taking the Lakers very soon. Like no one is looking at them as a depleted version or they're respecting them as the champs. They're respecting that, what that could be. And I think everyone is like, let's, we, we want to delay that as much as possible. Let someone else take a crack at that first. So let me, let me ask this question to you. I think we're both in agreement that we see the Lakers beating Golden State tomorrow and that they're going to be the yep. seventh seed and they're probably going to play Phoenix. Um, so if, if it doesn't land that way and the Lakers end up being the eighth seed and play Utah because they then have to play another game, but like let's assume they, yeah, beat, they won't, they won't lose too. Straight. Yeah. They, they, let's assume they beat probably the Grizzlies and they play Utah. How do you feel about both Golden State's chances of giving Phoenix a run? And what do you think about Lakers Jazz round one? I mean, I think the Lakers should beat the Jazz. I think that would suck for the Jazz. So I would like to see them get going a bit and like get into playoff form. But no, I, the Lakers could, the Lakers especially, just they've got a, they're, yeah. I would, I would, that might go, a, a, it would be quite a first round series. Uh, I, I think that goes like six games or seven. Maybe it does end up going seven, but I think, I think LeBron AD can figure that out easily. Uh, I'm not too, that would, that would, that would get you essentially wherever the Lakers fall between Utah and Phoenix, in my mind, it's like that team is one of those teams are ending the other one has a chance to make to match up with them in the Eastern or in the Western conference finals. I personally, if it, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that so that the nuggets could get back to the Western conference, we get a rematch of last year's Western conference finals. Um, but who knows who, who I don't, I would be more surprised if the Lakers lost tomorrow, though. So I don't think that's going to be the scenario. But if it does, I mean, there's no way they lose too straight. Is there any way the Warriors give the Jazz trouble if they're the eighth seed? No, I mean, the Warriors are not. The exception to this is that I think Steph could easily win a game in this format. Insane go. Like I, I think it'll end up being Lakers Warriors for these two spots because all it takes is Steph's gonna shoot 23s. He makes 50% of that, he makes 60%. <laughs> like they win. I uh, I think that's gonna occur, but for a series, they just what do they have? I mean, everything they've showed thus far this season is nothing that to me shows a formidable format that they could put together against like, especially the firepower that Phoenix and Utah both have depth and just personnel wise. I mean, Draymond would have to 
become 2014 Draymond. I mean, him being the primary distributor has been the only thing that's helped them sit, keep a competent offense. But they, just, they don't have enough th- around that, around Steph to do anything. It's just, it's a bunch of, it's Steph and a bunch of and Andrew Wiggins and then a bunch of other part. I mean, it's, <laughs> the Warriors are just, like, uh, just a weird team. Well, Oubre is hurt. Jazz, um, yeah. And it's, he's unlikely to play, but they keep, you know, his injuries could a bit of a mystery. Donovan Mitchell has been out. Is supposedly going to be back in the first round, yeah. but hasn't been playing. So we don't really know how that's going to look. I tend to agree with you. Uh, I still think, I guess I'm curious how that's going to work if the Warriors do try to go super small, majority of that series, and how that's going to work with Gobert. Um, wouldn't be super worried about them. The Warriors, I guess, to me, are like just very confusing. I don't know how to feel about them, especially over the last couple of weeks. They have been playing really well, and Steph has been on fire. But then they've had some of the worst blowout losses of any team this season. Like, they're lost against the Raptors, and I'm forgetting the other that they got blown out by, like, 40, 50 points. Like, I guess I'm kind of banking on them having – within their next handful of games, they're probably going to have a game like that where they are just like getting absolutely run off the floor, but we'll yeah. see. Um, maybe they've kind of turn, turned uh, a corner and they're going to end up pulling shit out, but I don't know. I, I guess I, I still like looking, I mean, I know we kind of went from East play into West plans now Western conference playoffs, but like, it seems like the way this is going to play out is like Utah's going to get the second round and beat Golden State. Then we're going to see probably the Clippers against the Jazz in the second round. And then we, we, I just don't see Phoenix, Phoenix beating the Lakers um, in the first round. So then Denver, Portland is, I want to pick Denver. They did get trounced by Portland the other night, but that is, a different – I mean, they weren't really trying to win that game. Um, and Jokic is the best player on the floor yeah. night to night. Portland was the worst of the matchups for them in the first round, I thought, of, of, of the scenarios they could have gotten, in, other than maybe the Lakers. But I was thinking I'd rather play them than Dallas. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I think that if I was a Denver fan, I would rather play Portland than Dallas. Oh, I think I would – I feel like Denver could just eliminate any – even, like I said, if Luka taking – I like – if Luka took, tried to take over, it's just as likely that Jokic does. I, I think, like, he – him that, that cancels it out in a lot of ways. Um, and I think, like, that series – you have like a really good shot of, of Michael Porter getting a, a really nice groove. Um, Cause I don't, they really don't have anything that would match up well with Dorian Finney Smith, I guess, but uh, I, I, I sort of like an MPG and, and Aaron Gordon against them. Like they would be able to, yeah, I, I really, really like the nuggets against Dallas. Um I, from a if if you had Jamal, depending on where it was at, I, I would feel better about the the Nuggets. Obviously, with Jamal, I mean, if, if Jamal Murray doesn't get hurt, I think the Nuggets. I would have convinced myself they could come out of the West. Yeah. Uh, 
to how they were playing after they traded for Aaron Gordon. Well, I, 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 I still think I do. There. I, I mean, I still think Nuggets will win that series, um, but they have to be. That's something where they have to. I think they have to go up just two zero and just like not even give it, give it an opportunity. The, the likely scenario you don't want is a, a get into game seven with Dame, though. I will that I don't want for them. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Let Let's move to the East though, because I don't like. We might as well start with the Bucks because that is. Like Knicks Atlanta has some fun narrative to it because the Knicks haven't been there for so long and they were fun, such a fun team this season. And actually Atlanta has been pretty brutal the last handful of seasons as well. But Best we gotta, case scenario we, for we the gotta, to make the second round was to play the Hawks. I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna make it to the second round. I think that they'll beat the Hawks. Like I don't I don't really have Tom, a ton. Goddamn Thibodeau has anything to say about it. You bet your ass they will. But then they're going to run into the in, against Philly, and they're not going to win that. Like Philly, I told Tom Thibodeau that Philly should have a pretty, they should have a pretty easy run to the Eastern Conference hey, Finals here. If the Knicks make it to the second round, all I have to say is I hope we bet the right game that they end up beating the the seventy. They will take a game from the seventy six. They'll probably take game one. Oh, I I don't think that that Philly would sweep them, but yeah. I. I would not be no. worried about them losing that not series. Has anything to say about it? No, I yeah, Philly. Philly's got a very easy walk to and, and very easy walk to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and it's, I think it's for this whole thing. It's to are they facing Brooklyn or Milwaukee? Um, in unless the Heat are, are less hurt than they've appeared to be for the second half of the season. I mean, they're just a shell of, of what they could be compared to what they were last playoffs. And furthermore, I mean, Milwaukee's better than they were last year. They're better equipped for, to take on Miami, I think this year than they were last year where there was the saw it in the regular season and easily see it with the playoffs immediately when it jumps of like, Oh, this is not good. I think the drew holiday factor helps out so much to address a lot of the issues that they ran into in terms of just like a one dimensional, not being able to make any adjustments. Plus like having PJ Tucker in there. I mean, they've just, they've got so much more in terms of weapons around there. Where like, if they don't make it out, Bud's fired. I don't think that's a shock. And two, it's like, if Bud, you get in trouble in the series and you don't make adjustments, like you cannot. Yeah. I mean, you just be, you'd be fired because they've got ways to do this differently against Miami where they weren't just like, we got one game plan and we're just going to ride that to the sunset. I don't think that people have talked about um, Milwaukee's chances enough. Um, That's kind of my, that has been the thing that's been in the back of my head the most. And, you know, I'm looking at you on this zoom call right now and you got this bucks t-shirt on. So, you know, you are coming from a slightly different perspective than I am. I am not a root for Giannis because you've been talking to me about him when he, since he got drafted, maybe even before then. And he, he, and he panned panned out. Now he is who he is multiple time MVP and going, coming off of back-to-back MVP seasons and underperforming the playoffs. And now they, now they have a roster where like Middleton has been, 
so good. He has been equally as good over, over the last season than he had been in the last couple of years. Yeah. Giannis has actually been like 98% as good as he had been in his two MVP years. It's just the narrative was lost and Jokic and Embiid were so good that it kind of overshadowed him. And they're the three seed as opposed to the one seed in the East. Yeah. But like this team with Drew Holiday, with some of the buyout guys they've had, they're, I think that I just, you know, the, the Miami series is going to be tough is the thing is that their, yeah. their road is hard. Like they're probably going to have to go Miami, Brooklyn, Philly, LA, or, you know, someone really good from the West. That is really hard. <laughs> like, cause Philly is legitimately good and they have some guys that can guard Giannis and Thibault and Simmons and even, and even Harris is a big body that you could throw at him. Like that is, that is the biggest thing is like, I think this is going to be a huge slog for the bucks. Like I think they're going to have, I think all of their playoff series are probably going to go over six games, but I like their chances to beat Miami and I like Brooklyn if they're 100% healthy and clicking against the Bucs, like I'd probably pick Brooklyn, but that's a big if, and we but don't the know. the Bucs are a huge mismatch for them. Where? I th- for, for anything, for me, it's like it, – my only question with it, I'm super confident with the Bucs. If the Bucs can get over this Miami hump, I think that's the hugest confidence booster for them, and you jump into that Brooklyn series, I mean, Giannis is a mismatch for everything in the – like if Kevin, if we had healthy Kevin Durant, hundred percent old Kevin Durant, I think it's a lot fair, but Kevin Durant can't guard Giannis right now. And who else do they really have as a viable option there? Just like, so I, I think it becomes Sixers bucks, how I see it. And then. Well, so that, but before you move on and I'm not even like, yeah. I'm not even trying to argue with you here. No, I'm, I know. I'm, try- yeah. I'm no. trying to understand what you mean by you think that that's a mismatch? Like, what what matchups do you think? The Bucks are a top ten defense against a t- uh, yeah. What could be the best offense ever created? But at the same point, they can't. The who is going to be able to stop Giannis on the Nets? I just mean from a, a serious standpoint. Oh, I think that Gian- Giannis is a matchup problems for most teams, but especially the Nets. Don't really have a guy because the, I mean, they're not going to play game. I now. mean, the Philly has an answer. I mean, Philly, the if they play, that's where there's questions. Is like no, but I even mean with Brooklyn. Like I can see that if I'm Brooklyn and I'm trying to figure out who's going to guard Giannis, like most of the time you're going to have Harden, Katie, Kyrie, Joe Harris on the floor, and then the fifth guy could be a lot of different guys depending on the situation. Right. Blake Griffin comes to mind as a guy that they're going to have out a lot against Giannis. They're going to try you, that. And are you afraid of that matchup? No. That's fair. But, like, outside of that, I would – like, if you if you put on the flip side, net, if the Nets have those four out, and, like, let's even forget Joe Harris because, like, at the end of the day, he's primarily right, just but... an off-ball shooter. But, like, if you have – if you have Drew Holiday on one of Harden and Kyrie and you have Giannis on probably Kevin Durant, then you're going to have Harden or Kyrie with like a really beneficial matchup. Yeah. So you let, but you let that, that's going to, you know, it's going to be Kyrie. I mean, they're going to throw. I would be, I would actually, I would actually think that they're going to let Harden. I I would, I, 
you think they're going to throw Drew at Harden? Yeah. Okay. No, Harden. Harden could if if that that if they if the Bucks lost to the Nets, it's because Harden just destroyed them. I think he he offers the most unique offensive like attack that they could provide on there. Um, uh, yeah, I would be worried about Harden's be who I'm worried about for the Bucks and that, but I'm not really that worried because if the Bucks get there, I think that I think they could win that in five games. Five. That will not go seven uh, if the Bucks get them. I think the the Philly one makes me nervous because because yeah, just I mean from Brooklyn, well, it's Brooklyn strength offense, Milwaukee strength defense. I like the Bucks defense better than the Brooklyn offense, just with those matchups. And just from the standpoint of with that Drew Holiday factor, it's it helps Middleton be a better defender, which is like a huge part of his role there too. Is is a on ball defender. Um, so being able to have Middleton in that offensive responsibility, not lean on him as much because of what Drew. Drew Holiday really helps his responsibilities more than anything. Um, like not have to be great every single night at both. He can focus on one or the other dictating by the game. Um, Philly's going to be a tough series. Like that would be a slugfest of both of those teams. And it could, I mean, that's where I'd be concerned about the Giannis get easily could get neutralized in that. Not because of lack of great, but they've, between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, like they can stop him. Yeah, I if Philly if Philly stays healthy throughout the entire playoffs, they're tough to pick against. Um, well, that I think then, the, the then Philly, again, well then the again. Philly series, it's like is Ben Simmons going to be do anything offensive? Because yeah, Milwaukee's you know, counter is just like let Ben Simmons beat us off on offense. Yeah, make it a half court game. Yeah, make like double. Double Embiid. Right. Um, they have more shooters now. So, like, that is – Yeah. That makes things a little bit more difficult. But, like, I don't – like, I'm not trying to shit on the Bucs there. My, what I was going to say is that, hell, if if the Bucs – because the, if the Bucs beat Brooklyn, that would be an upset. Like, it would be 3-2 matchup, two really good teams. But most people would pick the Nets to win that matchup given the star power they have. <laughs> Yeah. If the Bucks, if the Bucks won that though, and especially if they won, like, like let's say in five or six games, I mean, you could sure as shit talk me into them beating beating Phil. Like that's that. Like the the Nets are incredibly incredibly good. They finished one game behind Philly in the standings, and they deal with injuries all season. Like that but, team is really good. Right. But we know what we know what the Brooklyn weakness is, and that's just where mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be the factor. It just. We could be all wrong, and yeah, Brooklyn can just score at will, and there's nothing we can do. And those three guys are clicking, and yeah, see ya. Uh, but we'll see. I, I I think the Bucks have a. I do really like the Bucks' chances this year, and I think if it's an upset, it's because you got those three guys on the other side with Brooklyn, and because of Milwaukee's last two years in the butt. If you even look at the Raptors too, like the Bucks had that series too. They could have, they had that was a really like, it was there for them. And I see this playoffs working on a similar way with them getting matched up with Philly this time around. And it's like there's a lot of scenarios where they can 
if they execute correctly and, and they take advantage of where they're at, like they can have that series too. Yeah. But well, it could go the other way. And I wouldn't, I mean, Philly's a really good team. Uh, but I, I, in my mind, I only, uh, my thought is it's going to be Philly or Milwaukee out. If I was betting, it's Philly or Milwaukee out of the East. And it is the Lakers out of the West still. Or, I mean, if the Clippers end up becoming fully formed and actually be what they think they are fantastic then maybe they end up making it regardless i do think the winner of milwaukee and miami against brooklyn that series is going to be awesome like that is going to be like the west is definitely stronger than the east like it has been for a long time as far as second round matchups that we could see goes like i'm much more excited about that than Utah, LA. That's much more exciting. And it's it's honestly more exciting than like Portland and the Lakers. Um, like that, that, that series gonna is gonna be really fun. And I hope we have a playoffs that is not riddled with injuries. I'm a little worried about it. Same. Uh, because we have a lot of guys that are like trying to come back from injuries or have recently come back from injuries trying to play. I mean, just to name a handful, like LeBron, Harden, KD is not that far removed from coming back from injury. Donovan Mitchell already mentioned him. Like, there are a lot of guys that have been dealing with injuries. I mean, the Hawks, I mean, the whole Hawks team just came back last, like, two weeks. Oh, yeah, they had a ton of guys that were hurt. They just got – gosh, I can't believe I can't remember his name. The wing that was their – DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, Hunter was one of their best players at the beginning of the season. He just came back too, and they're trying to work him back into the Yeah, he's on minutes for sure. Yeah. So the, I mean, the Hawks would be like, I, I like their, I guess I like their ceiling more against the Sixers than I like the Knicks because, like, I just don't see the Knicks being able to score enough. Even though Julius Randle has been, I know, I know, but we'll see. I, I'm, I am like getting my hopes up for the playoffs here. Like it's going to be, I'm excited. No, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I had my issues with the regular season and this year just was not as fun as it's been in the past, but same point, this format, like the last day of the season on Sunday was like, there was a lot of different scenarios that could go down. I think like having something, keeping that format of like every team's playing on that Sunday is super fun. This playing thing, I think, gives a lot of young teams an opportunity to get some like high pressure, big game situations in to help develop too. Um, but I think from like the bubble experience of this, it'll be cool. A lot of these places are going to be able to have fans there. And I think just having that environment and just some of the like traditional, or we know it's sort of expect a home and away, some of that back and forth. That's when I think, I think does factor in and like being on the road, how some of these teams perform on the road, like that's that variables back. Yeah. I, it, it should have some normalcy compared to last season. Um, even though I think we're, I mean, we are going to see some matchups that we have seen not in, or we've seen them in pretty recent memory, but like I said, fingers crossed that we're not seeing injuries and yeah. hopefully Hopefully uh, tomorrow's playing games in the Western Conference are exciting. I actually think Boston-Washington 
tonight will be kind of fun too. Yeah. Like hopefully Boston with all the stuff that they've been dealing with will be able to make play some competitive basketball and Beal is injured and gonna keep gonna grind it out against Boston too. So that game will be fun. Um, Indiana's gonna beat Charlotte here and they're gonna be out going against one of those two. But gonna be fun, man. Um, it's gonna be great. The main lesson, hashtag Lakers better, hashtag books better. <laughs> hashtag LeBron. Stay healthy. I'm not ready Give to Give me accept. LeBron Giannis. I'm, I'm not. We got all that. I mean, we we got to do that. Um, would love nothing more than to see it. But I'm just – I'm not ready to accept that LeBron is on the downward slope yet. So I'm weak, man. Don't, don't, don't do it. I'm, hey, I'm suppressing those thoughts. Like, let's stay positive. Let's LeBron. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. That's that's fair. He's not dead till till it says he is. He's not there. Don't do it. Don't you do it. Okay. Tom Brady's winning Super Bowls when he's 43. LeBron with a nerd angle. He can win the NBA Finals again. (laughs) I'm not giving up yet by any means. I just don't want even to think that he's not going to win. Don't don't do it. Okay. Easiest way not to do it. All right. Don't even you've about you've it. convinced me, man. I'm no, I just wanted to take on the Clippers, too. Hashtag Lakers better. You cowards, you Clippers, you cowards. Yeah, we should we should see one year at least with – I mean, I know that it's rumored that Kawhi is going to come back to the Clippers, and we're probably going to see this PG Kawhi Clippers team going up against AD and LeBron eventually. But, like, I don't want to leave it up to chance. This year would be a good year to do it. The Clippers are cowards. They got my guys Boogie and Yogi Ferrell on there, on there thinking I would show some sympathy. Nope. Lakers better. You cowards. I forgot Yogi was with them. God, when is he going to stop getting these 10 days, man? Like, I never. Just it's always be so nervous. Ten days. All we need is one to hit for that 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 big game. But um, like there are very few things that are guaranteed in life, and one of them is whenever I bring up <laughs> Andrew Wiggins that I'm going to get that ear Andrew Wiggins gift, yes, and yes. the other is that anytime Yogi Ferrell signs somewhere, you're hearing it straight. I'm going to get a fucking copy tweet in my iMessages <laughs> yeah. ten seconds of you seeing it. Yep. You, you, you correct. Part, I guess the worst of it is that I still feel like he's probably gonna drop thirty. He's gonna do it. And the last game of his his career, he to do it and walk away in the sunlight. All right, Peach, let's wrap it up, man. Let's wrap um, it up. Enjoy the playoffs, everyone. Enjoy the playoffs, here. everyone. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. It's the thrill of one more kill, the last one to fall. We'll never sacrifice their will. Oh, never look back on the world closing in.